This is a Capricorn FM podcast. So coming up on You Are The Business, Mashorondolo Malashela is the founder of Mukhoni Biltong and she's going to be joining us on the line up next to tell us more about her business, some of the challenges that she's facing and also how her business, uh, our business coach rather, can be able to assist her with those challenges she faces. We are joined this morning by the founder of Mukhoni Biltong, Mashorondolo Malashela to tell us all about their business for You Are The Business. Mashorondolo, welcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, you must taste your own stuff, you know, so. So much like when I'm a shallango, Hatar, taking kilos and a garaquevo, ya built on, or both shagging of the grandparents' jagger, business. So, or get on a regular build on, can make it cheaper or not? I own a shoe. And then, can you decide that? Hey, Gadia Margatana Google, let them Google, Governor Tragia, the build on. Car Awalina, Eric, I join the Gidia, the build on, and I give a neighbor, Emma, is about to watch. Car Awalina, the join me, it's from a business, said the build on. Maybe that's for Garrick, our can meet about Farrick. Yeah, okay. Mm, okay. And then the That was Mashorunolo Malashela, who is an entrepreneur that we're featuring this morning from Mohoni Built. Tabero Rapala is joining us in a few. Chartered accountant, business coach, and managing director at My Doe. 
you are the business and we're talking to our business coach this morning who is the chartered accountant, business coach and managing director at my doe, Tabelo Rapala. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, morning, complexion. How are you? We're great, and we're happy to talk to you once again. And today's entrepreneur makes and sells her own biltong, and because she has various flavors, let's look at the opportunities for growth, you know, in her business, considering she's doing it without necessarily owning a butchery. It is quite an interesting business, you know. I think if you look at the you know, two business models that you can look at, one, if she decides to go the business-to-business route, this is where she's selling to other businesses like, you know, your corporate and other businesses. It's year-end. Everyone is sending a corporate gift or gift to their clients. Um, she can put together a package there, you know, including a biltongs. You know, you can look out, sell to the local bars, you know, local four stations, local retail stores where... Um, she can stock up her biltongs. You know, those are the typical clients that you can look at. But this comes, you know, the advantage of it is it gives you a stable and more, you know, sustainable income because you typically get contracts in those circumstances and a set order. So it gives her, you know, a predictable income. And, you know, the, I would just say the drawback, but she needs to know that getting those type of contracts takes quite a bit of time typically 12 to 18 months of negotiations and, and and all of that. So I would say, you know, she can invest time there, have samples, meet as many possible clients. But once you get a client, a client is, is great for the business. Then she can also go the B2C, which is where she's selling directly to the customers, you know, the summer markets, the festivals that are available, pop-up stores at malls and shopping centers that she can try, and even online stores. There's quite a lot, I mean, an online selling. A lot of people are finding convenience in ordering, you know, food on, online, so she can explore that. However, what she needs to know about that route is it requires a lot of marketing, you know. It's not really stable income because you're not convincing Cabrero in important collection, you know, and um, the level of aggression from a marketing perspective will then determine how much income you make. So you also need time to to mend all of these requirements. So you may need a full-time person or you may need to invest so much time as well um, from, from that perspective. So these are the options that are available that you can explore to grow, to grow the business. And, you know, out of those two models you've, you've explained, she seems to be leaning more towards the B2C model. Um, her dream is to actually have a store, even a stall at a mall. Uh, should this be a long-term or short-term goal that she should look into? And what are some of the pros and cons of going that route? On a short-term basis, it, the, the pros is it's quick to, to enter the market. You can establish a store. Um, it, it's quick access to high traffic um, and potential, you know, customers. She's, she's now able to be visible and explore a diverse range of customers that will be walking into the mall. You know, it also allows her to test the market and get feedback from clients in terms of the flavors, what they like and what she can improve on, and also gauge, you know, the customer demand for a product. So it, it helps, it will help her with that. She, she, however, would need, you know, to invest initially on setting up the store, you know, at the, in, in, the, in, the, in the mall. She also needs um, to ensure that the location... Um, it's a good location where there's quite a lot of food traffic, so she needs to invest time there in, in making sure that she's got the right, you know, um, location. Then, then there's also market competition. You know, the mall also has stores that may be selling biltong. So all of this she needs to consider. However, if this test, um, if she, she she gets it right, you know, then it informs what decisions she needs to make for the future. Does she need then to invest in in a more long term? 
spending store store or you know invest the business in the business from from a long-term perspective and that then will require you know financial commitments you know a lot more patience because you need to start you know from from building the ground the business down up so those are some of the things that must you know help us consider whether you know should, is this a short-term thing or she can go into it full-time but i always advise that please do you know it's one thing to speak about it go test it and that will then inform if you need to invest in the business from from a long-term perspective as well Mm. She also mentioned that, you know, load shedding is, is quite a challenge for her. She's got equipment that she uses um, for the biltong. But, you know, during load shedding, she finds it, uh, that she loses her stock because it rots and the likes. I mean, what advice would you give her uh, regarding that? I think um, load shedding is quite a, um, a challenge for small businesses. But, you know, the quickest thing you can do is really invest in a generator. Um, because, unfortunately, her business requires that she 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 used the machinery so she can either invest in a you know in a in a in a generator or find a supplier that will sell a ready-made buildings that she can just package and sell so those in a short-term perspective those are the quick things that you can look at doing yeah and so uh, maybe let's just wrap up quickly and say she, she the kind of business that she runs she, she works with money in hand so much uh, on a daily basis so that can also be difficult to sustain how often should she bank her money to be able to build a banking portfolio that's you know good all right it, it really depends on the volume of daily cash transaction you know it's that critical she needs to understand you know, that one, you know, is it practical to bank money daily? If she's giving high volumes, it is practical. She, she needs to bank more frequently. You know, this helps her, you know, keep her money safe, you know, for, from a security perspective. South Africa, unfortunately, is not the safest of countries. So if she keeps a lot of money on hand, the security risk of her losing it because of theft or loss, you know. She also needs to look at the different banking, you know, um, fees associated with money, banking money, you know, often. Some would say, you know, bank your money outside from an ATM is cheaper than going into the, 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 the bank. So those are, are options that you can look at which bank offers, you know, better fees and, and, and bank. However, it's quite important to bank your money as often as possible because then it helps simplify your record keeping because you're able to go back and look at the transactions and follow the trail of how you're doing as a business. She also needs to consider, you know, what um, daily expenses she has because if she doesn't um, consider that she bank the money and then have to withdraw it again to go pay the expenses, so she she just look at she must look at the the expenses that she must you know pay on a daily basis from a cash perspective as well. So those are considerations that she can look at before deciding how often um, she can bank the money. All right, and then that my door platform quickly just for her to go and visit you guys and see how you can assist her further. <laughs> So the great thing about the MyDo platform is she is able to, you know, put her clients there, monitor the clients that she's won, record contracts, invoice, and send quotation to clients and track, you know, client payments so that she's able to see how she's performing as a business. And there's a lot more of, you know, educational material as well and documents that can help her manage the business and also grow the business. So she can go to www.mydo.com and register and she's good to go. She can also follow you know, business content and business support for entrepreneurs, you know, from, for, for entrepreneurs on our Facebook at MyDo um, SA and LinkedIn at MyDo and Instagram at MyDo underscore SA um, and Twitter as well at MyDo at, at MyDo underscore SA. 
All right, thank you so much. That's a chartered accountant, business coach, and managing director at Mido Tabelo Rapala. That was a Capricorn FM podcast. For more podcasts, visit CapricornFM.co.za.